All right, and welcome to part two. Um, we left off, uh, we were in Alabama, and then they had went back to Maryland, her and her husband, to go pick up the rest of the stuff. Um, yeah, so I got a few text messages from her where she thought that I was, I guess I wasn't doing something the way that she wanted it to be done when it came to the kids. Um, one of the instances where I guess I had said something to the baby in a sarcastic way and the baby took it seriously and she felt that she needed to be like, if you can't, I guess if you can't be nice, if you can't say things a certain way, then don't speak to the kids kind of like that. Or, um, me and her son were like play fighting and he had hit me um and like a bit my a bit my finger back and reflex I punched the little kid in the stomach um that was definitely my fault uh but also like I don't know uh like I might have hit him way too hard but like the little boy likes to play fight like he'd be hitting people hard I know that's not, like, an excuse, you know, he's a kid, he shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't be hitting kids, like, I understand that, so I was like, okay, fine, uh, that was another instance, I was like, that's fine, like, I won't, um, play fight with him anymore, and I didn't, um, and there was just, like, a few instances where she would just, like, bring up, oh, yeah, you know, I'm about to quit my job because I need to be around the kids and make sure that they're okay, mind you, they never hurt themselves, scratched themselves, got beat up or nothing in my care, but that's fine. So that last message I got about the ballet class, how she was crying because she thought that I told her um, to be good and not be mean to the teacher. And she felt some type of way. I kind of was like, okay, that's fine. I won't talk to them. I think my words was like, all right, fine. I won't even talk to them like that. Like, And then she was like, well, no, that's not what I'm saying. I was like, no, because clearly it doesn't matter what I say to them it's going to be a problem for you. So I won't speak to them like that. I won't make jokes with them. I won't do anything like that. I'll just be straightforward with them from now on. Right. And then she was telling me how, um, her family, they came over for a weekend and how they ate her out of house at home. And then she ended up giving her family like money. And then she gave them like the TV. So pretty much like her family leached off her and she was feeling some type of way. And I was like, well, you know, you allow these things to happen and you have to put your foot down. Like, and I think that's another uh, thing she probably didn't like about me is that I would tell her things that she already one knew or two things that, you know, she didn't want to hear. So after I told her that I had been thinking about um, moving to South Carolina with my brother and stepdad because I didn't like the situation that I was living in. I was already uncomfortable staying in the house with them. I wasn't getting done what I needed to get done. And then I kept on getting like messages from her saying, well, I'm just going to quit my job because things are not working out. And it was like a slap in the face because I'm sitting here three months in watching your kids and you're pretty much saying, well, it's not like things are not happening the way that they're supposed to happen. And mind you, I like low key helped her son learn how to read. Like what? Like 
it, it was just, I wish I can get into more details about it, but it, this podcast will go on for like 45 uh, sections and that's not even what I'm trying to do. Um, but yeah, she would just say like little things and it just felt like, well, I'm not wanted. So I'm going to just head out. And she definitely felt some type of way because one, she's in a situation where she didn't want to be like, she didn't, she realized that she didn't want to be in Alabama. She realizes that she regrets letting her husband come with her to Alabama. It was just like, there's a lot of things happening for her. And then on top of that, me deciding to leave. Um, but before I had decided to move to South Carolina, I was even looking at places around Alabama because I felt like maybe if I couldn't live in the same place as her, I can at least live close enough to her where I can still help her out because I still wanted to help. Like when everything came down to it, I still wanted to help with the babies. Like not to say that they were my own kids, but like I fucked with them kids. Like, so I hadn't talked to her for a week. And then I had texted her after that. I was like, you know, I'm sorry. I've been missing an action for a week. I've just been thinking about things like with this situation and I've been going through things mentally and physically because I had my cramps that whole week and when I go through that I get really emotional so like I was just going through a lot that week and then she was like oh no like it's fine I understand you know that's why I made sure that the babies didn't come bother you and you know we left you alone for a week mind you that whole time or that whole week when she was at work I would still get up and I would give them breakfast and you know give them lunch so like I was still you know interacting with the babies that whole time I just wasn't really talking to her specifically like honestly um and then the day after I got that text about you know oh we just like letting you live your life or whatever I know you was going through stuff the babies had came into my room we were watching Spongebob hanging out you know being adorable um and then the husband calls them out into the living room and then I get a text from her um well I don't like it when you guys are hanging out or don't let the kids come into your room because I don't like the fact that you're giving them half affection and since you'll be leaving soon I don't want them to like be as hurt or feel some type of way because you're leaving I'm like okay heard you I replied with copy because at that point, it's like, okay, so whatever you're thinking in your head isn't what's happening in reality. You chose to think about whatever because of my silence and decided that I wasn't fucking with your kids or I was giving your kids half affection. And then I had overheard her because the walls are pretty thin in the house. I heard her say in the pantry, if you don't fuck with me, you don't fuck with my kids. Mind you, I never told her I didn't fuck with her. I told her, I was like, yeah, I want to make sure that I'm, you know, good for you pretty much. Like, I want to make sure I have my license, I have a car, I have a job that's stable, like, so I can help you out a little bit more because I feel like I'm not doing anything for you. Like, there's no, you're not getting any help from me. That's what you're saying. And I want to make sure that I'm doing the things that I need to, to help you. But she decided that that week of silence whatever was going on in her head that I didn't fuck with her and it wasn't like I really didn't fuck with her I was just like going through stuff and like 
only a smidgen of that had to do with the situation with me leaving. Because like I said, even then I was thinking about just like, you know what, I could just get an apartment in the area and then figure out my life from there. But she had already jumped to the conclusion that I, I wasn't fucking with her. So I took it as a herd. Usually I'm like, I would have said something. And because my mouth is crazy, I would have said something and she would have felt some type of way. Like if she thought that she was feeling some type of way before, she definitely would have felt some type of way of what I said. I had, in my notes, I have a letter uh, of everything that I wanted to say to her because I want you to feel how you made me feel because you made me feel worthless and incompetent and like I was literally just living in your house rent free when that wasn't even the case like I did more for you and the babies than your husband did but you felt compelled to treat me like shit to treat me like your family your friends we're quote-unquote friends have treated you like her friends aren't friends if I'm gonna be honest her friends aren't friends and her family treats her like shit and the way that she treated me was how they treated her and that's why I'm looking at looking at her and the situation like okay fine I'm gonna step away because if I say something you're not gonna like it you're not gonna like it so I was like you know what heard you copy um I cried to my friend I cried to my stepdad they got everything in motion where I was able to move out within two weeks of that whole ordeal. Packed all my stuff, had my friend fly out from New York, and yeah, was on my way to South Carolina. We had a U-Haul. My friend parked in the driveway to get my to help me get my stuff out of the house. And she came out, she was like, oh, can you move the truck? I'm about to leave and I'm about to come right back. Mind you, she never came back. So you just didn't want us in the driveway. That's fine. Be petty. Do whatever makes you feel happy in your life. Because at this point, I don't care. Like, I know what type of friend I am. And my other friends see what type of person you are. So you acting this way is looking negative on you rather than me. So there was that. And then things that she gave me the whole time I was staying there. She gave me headphones. She gave me a um, Apple Watch and an oculus carrier just like a bunch of things and i left all that stuff in the room that i was staying at like i left it right there i don't want it i want nothing from you i want nothing to do with you like you're not gonna treat me you're not gonna treat me like this like me out of all people who really been there for you you're not gonna treat me like this so yeah and i'm in south carolina um Eventually, my stepdad is going to, like, help me get an apartment. Um, but, yeah, we just out here trying to live our best lives <laughs> the best we can. I got a temporary job. I'm still taking my classes. You know, things are moving as they're moving. But, um, yeah, moral of the story, don't move for anybody. Um whether it's friends, family, just don't do it. Unless you, like, literally have everything together, don't do it. Don't let them sell you a dream, if that makes sense, you know? The whole point of me moving there was, like, I wouldn't have to pay rent because she'd be, 
I'd be staying there because I was like kind of like a nanny and she would be paying me money um, while I was um, doing classwork or whatever. That didn't happen. She would be teaching me how to drive so I can go back and get my license. That didn't happen. Um, she had also said that we were going to be like starting a kind of like a food business. And I was like, yeah, because I love making shit. That didn't happen. Um, then she wanted to start like um, like making uh, ornaments for Christmas. Um, I had started to like uh, buy supplies. That didn't happen with her either. It was just like a lot of inconsistencies. Every time that she said that she wanted to do something, nothing ever fell through. And I just couldn't. I can't do that. Like me as a person, I need stability. I need consistency because it gets overwhelming for me and then I crash. So yeah, but like I said, don't move for anybody unless you just move for yourself. You can definitely help your friends as much as you can, but don't overexert yourself, especially when that friend doesn't show you the same type of, you know, gratitude or compassion or they're just not giving you what you're giving them. And it took for me to see that after this whole thing, as soon as she said, if you don't fuck with me, you don't fuck with my kids it kind of clicked in my head of like all the little things that kind of like corresponded and like ended up, you know what? She is a narcissist and very toxic because the whole situation was very toxic. Not even just with me, but like her and her husband, that whole situation was toxic. Um, before we had moved to Alabama and she said that, you know, we're moving to Texas. She told her husband and Mind you, she had said that we're going to move, you know, soon. Told her husband, her husband had quit his job, right? Quit his job because they were moving like in a week. And then we never moved. And then she got upset with him for quitting the job, even though she said that we were moving. Like, what? I don't understand. How can you act? How, How do people just really act like that? Like... Everything is about you. You're moving and everything. It was all about you. I got this new job, so I think we should move. Like you had no consideration for your for the person who moved there with you, for the quote unquote husband you have in your house, nor did you have for your kids. Because you're taking your kids away from their father. I mean, he's not like the greatest father or anything, but you're taking your kids away from the father. And then you're getting not upset, but like you're feeling bad that you're taking the kids away because they're going to feel some type of way, but you still do it. Cause like she has a whole house still to this day, a whole house in Maryland that she already paid for, but you decided to up and go across, well, half across country for a job, even though technically you could have just stayed where you were and worked in DC. I don't know. It's just, it's a lot. It's a lot of little things. It's a lot of major things. I just couldn't do it for my sanity, for my peace, because that's why I moved, because I wanted to make sure that mentally I was good, physically I was good, spiritually I was good. Like, I just, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. So yeah, don't move for anybody but yourself. Please, if you see little red flags, pay attention to them, because they are definitely more... (laughs) more than what you think um and yeah stay blessed out there guys because it's 
it's it's a struggle out here. People ain't shit. And when they say that Mercury retrograde is out here t- like showing people who other people really are in your lives and around your life, that is 100% facts. Because if this year has taught me nothing, it's cherish the people that you have in your life and let go of the ones that you don't need. And I have definitely let go of two quote-unquote friends um one of them I still have hope for I really hope she like get her life together and as soon as she does I'll be right there but as of right now I can't because we both can't be struggling in life that's just it's not cute but yeah stay blessed out there um and stay safe talk to y'all in the next podcast which may happen like a few months from now i don't know i'll be posting all random and whatnot but yeah all right bye